ಮಾಧವ ಕುಂಜ ವಿಹಾರಿ ಜಯ ರಾಧ ಮಾಧವ ಕುಂಜ ಗೋಪಿಜನ ಬಲ್ಲಭ ಗಿರಿವರ್ಧಾರಿ ಗೋಪಿಜನ ಬಲ್ಲಭ ಗಿರಿವರ್ಧಾರಿ ಜಶೋದನಂದನ ಬ್ರಜಜನರಂಜನ ಜಶೋದನಂದನ ಬ್ರಜಜನರಂಜನ ಜಮುನತೀರ ಗುಣಚ ಜಮುನತೀರ ಬನಚಾರಿ ಜಯ ರಾಧ ಮಾಧವ ಪುಂಜ ಹರಿ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಹರಿ ಕೃಷ್ಣ 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 ಹರಿ 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 ರಾಮ ಹರಿ ರಾಮ 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 ಹರಿ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಹರಿ ಕೃಷ್ಣ 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 ಹರಿ 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 ರಾಮ ಹರಿ ರಾಮ 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 ಹರಿ
हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे जयोम विष्णुपाद परमहंस परिव्रज कचार्य अष्टोत्तर शत श्री श्रीमद अभय चरणारविंद भक्ति वेदांत स्वामी प्रभुपाद की जय अनंतकोटि वैष्णवृंद की जय श्री श्री गौणिताय की जय श्री श्री राधा मदन मोहन की जय श्री श्री कृष्ण बलराम की जय श्री श्री प्रहलाद नृसिंहदेव की जय ग्रंथराज श्रीमद्भागवतम की जय शील प्रभुपाद की जय गौर प्रेमानंदे हरि हरि भो ऑल ग्लोरीज टू द एसेंबल डिवोटीज ऑल ग्लोरीज टू श्री गुरु एंड श्री गौरांगो ऑल ग्लोरीज टू शील प्रभुपाद नमो विष्णुपदाय कृष्ण पृष्ठाय भूतले श्रीमते भक्तिवेदात स्वामी नामिने नमस्ते सरस्वती देवे गौरवाणी प्रचारिणे निर्विशेषून्यवादी पाश्चत्तादिणे ओं नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओं नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओं नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय नारायण नमस्कृत नरचम देवी सरस्वती व्यास तथो जय मुदीर नष्टु अभद्रेशु भागवत सेवया भगवती उत्तम श्लोके भक्तिर्भवती नैष्टिकी श्रीमद्भागवतम फिफ्थ कैंटो एट्थ चैप्टर द कैरेक्टर ऑफ भारत महाराज 
Text 25-27 So again I'll just read through the verse It's in a prose form Tadanim api Parshavarti namatmajam Ivanu Shochantam Avi Bikshamano Mriga Evabhi Neveshita Mana Bishrija Lokom Imam Saha Mrigeno Kalevarang Mritamanu No Mritojan Manus Mriti Etara Etaraban Mriga Shariram Abapa Translation by His Divine Grace, Srila Prabhupada. At the time of death, King saw that the deer was sitting by his side, exactly like his, son, exactly like his own son, and was lamenting his death. Actually, the mind of the king was absorbed in the body of the deer. And consequently, like those bereft of Krishna consciousness, he left this world. The deer and his material body and acquired the body of a deer. However, there was one advantage. Although he lost his human body <coughs> and received the body of a deer, he did not forget the incidents of his past life. Please repeat after me. At the time of death, the king saw that the deer was sitting by his side exactly like his own son and was lamenting his death. Actually the mind of the king was absorbed in the body of the deer and consequently like those bereft of Krishna consciousness he left the world, the deer, and his material body, and acquired the body of a deer. There is no need to rush, just listen to me. However, there was one advantage. Although he lost his human body, and received the body of a deer, he did not forget the incident of his past life. Purport by Srila Prabhupada. There was a difference between Bharat Maharaj's acquiring a deer's body and others acquiring different bodies according to their, according to their mental condition at the time of death. After death, others forget everything that has happened in their past lives. But Bharat Maharaj did not forget. According to Bhagavad Gita, Jang Jang Bapi Smaran Bhavam Tajat Tante Kalevaram Tang Tame Vaiti Kaunteya Sada Tad Bhavita. Whatever state of being one remembers when he quits his body, that state he will attain without fail. Bhagavad Gita 8.6 
After quitting his body, a person gets another body according to his mental condition at the time of death. At death, a person always thinks of the subject matter in which he has been engrossed during his life. According to this law, because Bharat Maharaj was always thinking of the deer and forgetting his worship of the Supreme Lord, he acquired the body of a deer. However, due to his having been elevated to the topmost platform of devotional service, he did not forget the incidents of his past life. This special benediction saved him from further, for, from further deterioration. Due to his past activities in devotional service, he became determined to finish his devotional service even in the body of a deer. It is therefore said in this verse, Mritam, although he had died, Anu, afterwards, Na Mrito Janmanu Smritir Itarabhat. He did not forget the incidents of his past life as others forget them. As stated in Brahma Samhita, Karmani Nirdahati Kintucha Bhakti Bhajan. It is proved herein that due to the grace of the Supreme Lord, a devotee is never vanquished. Due to his willful neglect of devotional service, a devotee may be punished for a short time, but he again revives his devotional service and returns home back to Godhead. Om Agyana Timirandhasya Gyananjana Shalakaya Chakshurun Militam Jena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Namaum Vishnupadaya Krishna Prashtaya Bhutale Srimate Bhakti Vedanta Swami Nitinamine Namaste Sarasate Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishesha Shunavadi Paschatta Deshutarine Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shivashadi Gaura Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 So and the, Bharat, the story of Bharat Maharaj is being described here in this chapter actually for last few chapters also Bharat Maharaj's story is being narrated it's a genealogical description coming from Dhruva Maharaj down to his line then it came to Prithu Maharaj. Uh, no, then it came to, finally it came to Rishabdev. And Rishabdev's son is this Bharat Maharaj. Actually, Srimad Bhagavatam is the factual narration of important incidents in relation to Krishna consciousness. The difference between Itihash and Puran is Itihash or history goes according to chronology, time-wise, in relation to time. 
but Puran is in relation to importance of uh, the topic. In the Puran, it has been, uh, they don't follow the chronological description. Sometimes the incident of the past, incidents of later period is presented before and the incident of before is presented later uh, in order to establish the, the purpose uh, why those anecdotes are being described. But sometimes we find chronological descriptions also as we are getting it's also later on also we'll see especially in the ninth canto we are getting the genealogical table of uh, Krishna's line Chandravamsa so <coughs> these descriptions are there in order to uh, make the point and here we are seeing that that one after another great personalities are coming like, uh, like as we are saying uh, Prithu Maharaj then uh, Dhruva Maharaj, I mean Ambari, um, Rishabh Dev prior to that there was uh, Vena, King Vena he was a tyrannical person, very very cruel person and he was cursed by the sages and as a result of that he died and then uh, from his body which was preserved from churning his body the Lord appeared as an incarnation of Prithu Maharaj Shaktaveshavatar So, in this way, uh, here we are seeing a very important, we, here we are learning a very important lesson from this incident of Bharat Maharaj. Bharat Maharaj was the ruler of the entire earth planet and at some point he left his kingdom. This is the Vedic culture. In Vedic culture, one is inspired to give up everything at some point. Because people know, in the Vedic culture, people know that this life is not everything. Uh, there is another life after this. Life will continue again and again. Therefore, they prepare themselves for the next life or prepare themselves for the ultimate goal. The ultimate goal is to achieve the lotus feet of Krishna. So if one remains in the, remains attached to the material nature, then it becomes difficult for him to give up his attachment. Therefore, the Vedic culture actually very systematically designed the human life, especially civilized human life. 
in the Vedic culture, the civilized human beings used to begin their life as a brahmachari. The parents used to send the children to Gurukul. And in Gurukul, one used to study the scriptures under the guidance of a teacher and one used to learn, lead the life of a brahmachari. Student life means brahmachari life, restraining from sense gratification. If the students indulge in sense gratification, Jai Shri Shri Radha Madan Ki Jai, Jai Shri Shri Krishna Balaram Ki Jai, Shri Shri Gornitai Ki Jai, Shri Shri Pralhad Nishingadev Ki Jai. Hare Krishna. Everybody can hear now. Maybe I should have asked whether everybody could hear me. Should I start from the beginning? <laughs> okay, the point is, I made two points. One point is that Srimad Bhagavatam is not a fairy tale. Srimad Bhagavatam is the factual descriptions of things that happened in the past. It had these things happened. It's like a history. Bhagavatam is like a history. The difference is the history goes on a chronological order, time-wise. History follows the time. Like Mahabharata is the history. And we get the chronological, time-wise, what happened after such and such period, then what happened, then what happened. Whereas Srimad Bhagavatam is not chronologically presented. It is, presentation is according to its relevance. When something was necessary to establish the point, it was some incident from the past had been described. And then some other incident will be described uh, after that according to uh, the importance of that topic in that particular subject. And the top ultimate subject is actually devotion to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. So Bhagavatam is a Puran and here, but still in Bhagavatam also we find uh, some genealogical description, the family line, who came after who. And this way it is presented. So here we are getting the description of another line, a very illustrious line that comes down to Rishabdev. Then Rishabdev's son, Bharat Maharaj. And Rishabdev didn't have only one son. Rishabdev had hundred sons. And out of those hundred sons, the eldest son inherited the kingdom. That was Bharat Maharaj. Then nine sons became uh, Rishis, Yogis, Navajogendras. Kabi, Habi, Antariksha, 
etc. And <clears throat> the remaining uh, sons uh, became involved in uh, Kshatriya business. I think ten other. Uh, yeah, right, right. Uh, the nine other sons became the ruler of the nine Varshas, nine parts of the Bhumandal. And the remaining 81 became involved in uh, Kshatriya activities. So anyway, so Bharat Maharaj's incidence is very, very relevant, very important for us to understand. Like here we are getting the descriptions of three lives. One life is Bharat Maharaj. Next life, the life of a deer. And the third life is life of Jarabharat. So, uh, this actually, in the Vedic culture, nobody has any doubt about Janmantar. Rebirth. Transmigration of the soul from one body to another. And that is taken for granted. Everybody knows. Even an ordinary person in the street knows that. That sometimes we get to come across people. Yes, yes. Main janmantar mante hai. Ye janami sab kuch nahi hai. फिर भी अगले भी आएगा और जैसे हम इस जन्म में काम करेंगे उसके अनुसार हमको अगला जन्म मिलेगा। Even ordinary people know that. I don't know, of course, now how many people are aware of that, because when one is aware of that fact that according to his action he will get the next body, then he will think twice before doing something wrong. Nowadays, people are living so such sinful life. They are stealing, they are cheating, they are taking bribes. It's become common thing. Uh, often we see that in different offices, unless you give bribe, nothing gets done. Uh, somebody was telling me, <laughs> actually it was in South Africa. Uh, the way they ask for bribe is, they don't say that, they say, I am hungry. <laughs> so when they say, I am hungry, that means, I want some money. <laughs> so, and here we are seeing how people are taking bribes. Like, one day I was shocked to see in a major street in Calcutta, major circle in Calcutta uh, called Shram Bazaar where five roads meet in a circle. It's one of the most prominent uh, places in Calcutta. And there the police was taking bribe from the passing trucks. Uh, the trucks were going and they were, I was noticing that few policemen were standing there and they were just, as the trucks were coming, they were approaching the trucks. And 
So out of curiosity I just stopped the car and I was watching. And I saw what was actually happening. And all the truck drivers, the, as the policeman was coming, the truck driver was giving some, some money. And if somebody didn't give the money, I don't know what would have happened. Uh, probably he'll take the truck driver to the police station. So they are also afraid to uh, not give any. So I was thinking, if the policeman take bribe, then what's going to happen to the law and order? The policemen are supposed to maintain the law and order. So when they are becoming so unscrupulous, how the law and order will be maintained? So which means that anybody can commit any crime and give some bribe to the police and get out of it. And why they are acting like that? Because no one is telling them that, look, the wrong things that we are doing now, you will be punished for that in future. If we have the understanding that for our wrongdoings we will be punished, then we won't act in a wrongful way. And that is why the Vedic culture, Vedic, the t lessons of the Vedic scriptures are so important. It gives us such a broad understanding of our existence. This life is not everything. You may take some, huh? you may steal something or you may take something uh, in an inappropriate way, but for that you have to pay the price. I mean, doesn't it happen in normal course of life? Like if somebody, uh, if somebody steals. Stealing means taking something without paying the price. Isn't that the definition of stealing? So, <clears throat> unlawfully taking something. So if you take something not paying the price now, then you are caught and you are taken to the court, then what will happen? Will the court ask you to pay that same amount? Or the court will charge you much higher price to pay plus punishment. You stole something cost, costing 5 rupees, but when you are judged in the court, then they will say, 5 months of rigorous imprisonment, and 5,000 rupees fine. So if you know that for the sake of 5 rupees, you have to pay 5,000 rupees, will you ever uh, do that? No. So that is why this lesson, this understanding is so important. Don't think that everything is ending just now. It will continue. Your life will continue after this life. So be prepared that next life becomes a better one. Don't risk your next life. In this life you got a very nice situation, you got a human body, you have so many nice facilities. But what if in the next life uh, you get the body of an animal? What will happen if you get the body of an animal? Do you think it will be very nice? Just look at the animals. In the forest, no food to eat. They have to struggle so hard to get some food. 
there is no shelter through winter, summer, uh, monsoon, they are just exposed to the open. At the most they can take sh some shelter after, under a tree. Uh, would you like to lead a life like that? So be careful about how you are leading this life because accordingly you will have your next life. If you act in a wrongful way, uh, you will inevitably be punished. On the other hand, if you act in a right way, you will be rewarded. So what do you want? Reward or punishment? Uh, how many of you want punishment? No one. Okay, very good sign. So act properly. Act in such a way that you'll be rewarded. And what is the ultimate reward? What is the ultimate reward? The ultimate reward is elevation to Krishna Loka. Go back to Krishna. You may think that it will be a nice reward to be able to live in a palace of a king? Won't it be a nice proposal if somebody comes and says, uh, you have been invited to the Buckingham Palace where the kings of England live? If you get an opportunity like that, how will you feel? Or you'll be able, if you're invited to live in the White House where the President of America lives? Now, Krishna's palace is million times, zillion times more wonderful than uh, this Buckingham Palace or White House. Uh, and that opportunity is there. You have this opportunity. Uh, if you act in a right way, then you can be elevated. And what is the way to act right way? What is the uh, right way? The right way is to surrender to Krishna. That's about all that is needed. Just surrender to Krishna. Accept his authority. Lead your life with an intention to please him through your service. That's about all that is needed. And the reward will be elevation to the spiritual sky. Now that is being how we are, how we get the re results of our action has been very graphically described in these few chapters. Bharat Maharaj was a king, not only an ordinary king, he was the ruler of the entire earth planet. He was the ruler of the entire earth planet. And he gave up his kingdom. Just walked away from his kingdom. Without taking anything. And he walked and walked and walked. He didn't go out in a chariot. One fine morning, he handed over the kingdom to his son. And he walked away. Just like his father also did. His father Rishabdev also did that. Coronated his son Bharat in the throne and walked away. So Bharat also did the same thing. Left home. 
and he walked all the way to the bank, to the Himalayas and went to the bank of the Gandaki river, a holy river. And there he became absorbed in cultivating his Krishna consciousness, uh, chanting the Lord's name, meditating upon the Lord, worshipping him. So this is how he was spending his time. And naturally he developed a deep relationship with the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Such a deep loving relationship that he was experiencing transcendental emotion. Thinking about the Lord, he would shed tears. He would loudly chant the name of the Lord and dance in ecstasy. Hashati, Rodati, Roti. Nrittati Lokobaji. Sometimes you would laugh, sometimes you would cry, sometimes you would dance, sometimes you would sing, as if he didn't have any external consciousness. And one day when he was meditating on the Lord's lotus feet, sitting on the bank of Gandaki, he saw a deer tried to jump across the river being afraid of a lion's approach. The lion was roaring and hearing the sound of thunderous sound of the roar of the lion, he jumped out, tried to cross the river. The deer was pregnant with the baby in her womb and he had a mis she had a miscarriage. And the deer baby got washed away with the current. So Bharat Maharaj saw that and rescued the baby deer and he started to uh, take care of the deer as if like a mother he was taking care of the deer. And in course of time Bharat Maharaj became so attached to the deer that he constantly started to think about the deer forgetting about the Lord. He started to, uh, that's why Prabhupada pointed out here that due to his willful neglect of devotional service, he should have thought of it, oh, it's wrong, it's not right that I'm getting so absorbed with the deer. But that's how material attachment, how strong the material attachment can be. After leaving his kingdom, after leaving his family, after leaving his own children that have been described as his the part of his heart. The children are so dear to the parents that they seem to be like a part of their hearts. So he severed all that relationship. He left everything in order to, in order to become absorbed in devotional service. But then he became attached to this dear. And this <coughs> particular verse is describing how when he was leaving his body, he saw the deer. While he became attached to the deer, deer also became attached to him. So when he was leaving his body, 
the deer was by his side as if just like his son and as a result of that Bharat Maharaj left his body thinking about the deer and as a result of that he got a deer body because that's what happens jang jang bapi smaran bhavam tajatante kalevaram with whatever thought one lives his body accordingly he gets his next body tang tamevaiti konteya sadatan bhavabhavita sadatan bhavabhavita with the thought that one is completely engrossed accordingly he will leave his body and accordingly he'll get his next body. Jai Shri Shri Radha Madan Mohan Ki Jai Jai Shri Shri Krishna Balaram Ki Jai Jai Shri Shri Gornitai Ki Jai Jai Shri Shri Krishna Jai Shri Shri Prahlad Nishingadev Ki Jai But Bharat Maharaj had one advantage Although he got a dear body, he remembered his past life. He didn't forget. So that is the uh, one benefit, one advantage of, uh, spirit making, of spiritual advancement. Because when the spirit, when one becomes involved in spiritual life, and whatever he does spiritually that remains with him in the, with the spirit soul. <coughs> body's activities and body's accomplishments are left with the body. We leave them behind with the body. But the spiritual accomplishments remain with the spirit soul. So that is the advantage of being involved in spiritual life. And Prabhupada is pointing out that that's the difference between Bharat Maharaj is getting a dear body and an ordinary living entity is getting his next body, degraded body. When we leave our body, ordinary living entities leave their bodies, they don't have any recollections of their past. They don't remember anything. But Bharat Maharaj remembered what happened to him. He recalled, he recounted his, his uh, fall down in spite of leaving everything behind, in spite of becoming so sincerely involved in his service to the Lord, he failed at the end of his life and he got degraded into a dear body. Therefore, this time he didn't want to make any mistake. Even though in a dear body, he became involved in spiritual activities. And as a result of that, in his next life, of course, as a dear, he could not uh, become in, he could not become engaged in uh, much of a spiritual activity. But what he could do is he could just stay by the <coughs> ashram of the saintly personalities. And when they would discuss about Krishna, Krishna conscious activities, then he would listen to them. So in this way, 
when Bharat Maharaj left his dear body, in his next life he got the body of Jar Bharata, born in a Brahmana family. And from his birth, obviously we can see that in that birth also he remembered his past life. So this time he didn't want to take any chance, didn't want to make any mistake. And he was completely uh, careful, extremely careful not to develop any attachment. And uh, as a result of that he, was, he started to behave like a, a retarded person who cannot speak, who cannot understand, who cannot, doesn't have any intelligence. Why? So that he doesn't develop any attachment to anyone. And anyway, so that is how we are learning our lesson. If we think that this is just a story, we won't benefit from this. But if we recognize that this is some factual narration. It happened, there was a personality like Bharat Maharaj. Bharat Maharaj was the ruler of the entire earth planet. Bharat Maharaj left everything and went to the bank of the Gandaki. And there he developed attachment to a deer and as a result of that he got a deer body. If we accept this as reality, as a fact, then automatically it makes us careful about our next life. Should I behave, should I act in such a way, should I develop attachment in such a way that I may also become degraded in that way, get into a deer body or an animal body? No. But the assurance is there. A proper execution of devotional service, salpama pasya dharmasya trayate bhaito A little performance of devotional service will free us, will deliver us from the greatest danger, greatest fear, the fear of death, fear of getting a wrong kind of body. On the other hand, if we get the assurance that because of practicing devotional service, we'll get at least a human body in the next life. That is guaranteed. Why? Because the assurance is there that up to the extent we make our advancement, in the next life we'll begin from that point onwards. If we move, if we accept the spiritual life and act accordingly, then we'll get an opportunity to advance further in our next life. So at least that assurance is there that in our next life we'll get an opportunity. We can see although Bharat Maharaj got a deer's body, he actually got an opportunity to make further advancement. Like in spite of getting a dear body, uh, he remembered everything, what happened. Therefore he was very cautious not to make the same mistake. Even as a dear, he didn't want to develop attachment to his mother. So as soon as he grew up, as soon as he was able to move away from his dear family, he left the dear family. Uh, 
and just went to the hermitage of the saintly people. And there he started to spend his life. So, in this way we can see that whatever spiritual activities we perform never goes in vain, never goes to waste. It will remain as our asset. As I mentioned earlier, our spiritual assets will remain with the spirit soul. Our material assets will remain with our material body. And when this material body is finished, those assets are also finished. But that is not the case with the spiritual activities. Therefore, we should be very careful to be constantly engaged in spiritual activities. Take advantage of this wonderful opportunity to execute devotional service and the result will be there. So, Bharat Maharaj's incident is such a wonderful reminder of that. Thank you very much. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. Does anybody have any question? Krishna is pleased with us or not. Hmm? That leave it, I leave that up to Krishna. Let Krishna decide. You just uh, keep on trying to please him. Alright? Uh, and of course, uh, one way of recognizing whether Krishna is pleased is by seeing whether the senior devotees have the advanced devotees are pleased with you. When they are pleased with you, you can recognize that Krishna is pleased with you. So therefore pleasing the devotees is the best way to please Krishna. Alright? So how much the intention matter and how much the result matter in the Krishna Intention is hundred percent, result is zero. Alright? Don't worry about the result. That part is zero. But intention, yes. Full endeavor. Alright? Uh, try your best and desire for nothing. Besides Krishna's service. So there is a question from Parmeshwari Radhika Devi Dasi from Haryana. Jai Shri Gurudev, Koti Koti Dandavat Pranam, Jai Shri Prabhupada. We know that whatever actions we do, we get results for such action in any life. 
but sometime we use harsh words against someone how can we correct our behavior okay parmeshwari so you have given me the answer if you recognize that you have used harsh word you have not been nice then will you continue to be like that or would you try to rectify it so when you realize that something has been done something was wrong then don't do it and correct yourself if you think that you have hurt somebody with your harsh words or uh, other actions then uh, try on your part first of all try not to do that again and go to that person and ask for forgiveness that is the best way to correct yourself yes hi everyone my question is two parts the first is what good karma that he had that he got association of karmas and the second part is what happened to him as a result of being attached to such a Okay, so what is the deer's point of view? <laughs> yeah, must have been a very fortunate deer. <laughs> and uh, yes, he must have got spiritual benefit, uh, receiving so much attention and mercy from such an advanced, uh, advanced devotee, such an advanced personality. And uh, there must have been some result. Yeah. Sometimes you find that passion is slightly too much in the world. It's too deep in it. Sometimes uh, people who are practicing the Shabbat just need to bribe someone, get a job done. How long is that? Yeah. Sometimes the devotees also have to bribe. <laughs> well, what to do? Andhir Nagri Chopat Raja. So, uh, when you are in Rome, do as the Romans do. Sometimes to get our work done, we have to do it. But we have to see that, uh, that it is. Pray to Krishna for uh, forgiveness that you have to do it for the sake of his service, sake of your service to him. So that way we can beg his forgiveness and indulge in that, what to do. Like in order to stop that, I remember when Narendra Modi came to power, he tried to make a rule that if anybody reported somebody taking bribe, uh, then one should not give bribe and one should not take bribe. Not only one should take bribe, one should give bribe also. But it didn't happen, it didn't work. There was a lot of <coughs> appreciation and admiration for that at the for the time being. But things didn't change, still the same. 
Like Chris, actually, it's a good point that you made. Like, as you said, like, we sometimes have to do that. I'll admit, when our full dome came, to get the work done, we had to hire somebody who made the arrangement and got it through in just one day's time. Otherwise, probably it would have taken seven days. Now, we had the urgency to set up the full dome here uh, before 22nd. So to get the work done, we had to bribe. Hopefully Narendra Modi won't get to know that. Shatish <laughs> Krishna Das. My question is, when a person leaves his body in an accident or he had no time to think or he had no consciousness so what will be his situation? <laughs> so that's why we have to practice devotional service so that death can come at any moment. Death can be an accidental death. But if we can remember Krishna, then everything will be alright. Otherwise, accidental death can be quite unfortunate. Because there is no time to prepare. All of a sudden, it's finished. Whereas a normal death, you see, we become sick, body becomes weak. Uh, attachment uh, deteriorate. So that way we get a chance to prepare ourselves for death. But accidental death means sudden death. And then the time is not there to prepare. But that's why a devotee has to always prepare himself. Uh, what if death comes now? And what will be the answer? Let me think of Krishna. Let me take shelter of Krishna. Uh, so that is how we have to prepare ourselves. So Kanina from Mumbai, Pamho AGTS Mahapi Maharaj, you said the right way to reach Krishna is to surrender to Him. How will come to know I have surrendered to Him? Also, how to be detached in my family life? and attached to Krishna. <laughs> okay, maybe I should have asked you. <laughs> so how, first of all, how to be detached from family life? So become detached. <laughs> By not developing attachment to your family members. Uh, and with proper knowledge, proper wisdom. And proper wisdom is that, that you uh, consider the consequence, what may happen. The family tie will automatically be there uh, with your close relatives and all. But with knowledge we have to detach ourselves. Uh, just as I said, like that we have to prepare ourselves 
we have to be prepared all the time that death may come, come at any moment so the question is if death comes now who shall I think of that's the way we have to prepare ourselves if death comes now who should we think should I think of my children should I think of my grandchildren should I think of my uh, relatives or should you think of Krishna? What will be your answer, Kanina? Uh, now if death comes, who are you going to think of? That is how you have to detach yourself. And develop your attachment to Krishna. Hear about Krishna all the time. Manmana bhavo. Shinnatangsa katha Krishna punna shravana kirtana Listen to Krishna's glorious pastimes all the time and that's how you'll develop your attachment to Krishna. And when you get the higher taste of developing attachment to Krishna you'll automatically give up your lower taste of attachment to the family members. Alakaradha Devi Dasi from Mumbai, Guru Maharaj Dandavat Pranam. Should a householder give priority to temple service over responsibility to his family members? Well, uh, it will again depend, you know, like where the priority will be. Like say for example, you have your family members and Say you have to cook for them. As housewife, you have to cook for them. Uh, then I would suggest, yeah, cook for your family members. Uh, because otherwise your family will be in trouble. But when you are cooking, don't think that you are cooking for your family members. When you are cooking, remember that you are cooking for Krishna. And after you have finished your cooking, offer the bhoga to Krishna and then serve your family members with Krishna Prasad. So that is how you can also render devotional service at home. It is not that in order to devotional service you have to always go to the temple. Krishna is everywhere. You can situate a nice altar at home and there you can uh, worship Krishna, offer bhog to Krishna and that way uh, you will be serving Krishna as well as you will be taking care of your family members. You have, yes, give her the mic. Haribol, where is the mic? कौन 
क्या हुआ हाँ बल्कि तो नहीं हुआ भगवान को सेवा छोड़ दिया हिरण के नाते इसलिए प्रभुपद कह रहे हैं कि स्वेच्छाकृत रूप में भगवान को सेवा छोड़ दिया उनको याद करना सोचना चाहिए था कि ये ठीक नहीं है ओ ओके ओके नहीं ये भगवान की सेवा में सही रूप से युक्त होने के लिए मनुष्य शरीर का ज़रूरत होता है इसलिए वो हिरण शरीर के पश्चात एक ब्राह्मण शरीर मिला था अगर कृष्ण को पूछ नहीं पाया तो गुरु को पूछ सकते हैं ठीक है और मैं तो बोलूंगा तुम्हारी सेवा में बहुत संतुष्ट हूँ हरे कृष्णा नहीं तुम बहुत अच्छा से सेवा कर रही हो भक्त लोग की सेवा कर रही हो बहुत अच्छा अपने बच्चों को देखभाल कर रही हो वेरी गुड महाराज कह रहे हैं कि हमारे गेस्ट हाउस से अधिक भक्त तुम्हारा घर में रहता है तब तो गेस्ट हाउस शुभानंद क्या बोलता है यस say it again i could somehow the sound is not very Anyway, I mean, there are two different things. Like, 
First of all, the way Priyavrata left his body, it was not an accidental death. It may be sudden, but it was not accidental. Uh, his, you know, his physical condition prepared him. And as you said, like a, when, a when a person renders devotional service to Krishna so sincerely, you know, Krishna naturally remembers and Krishna rewards his devotees. Mm. So, devotee situation is different. Even if there is an accidental death, apparently, still it is not uh, like that. Like for example, the way Tamal Krishna Maharaj left his body. It was obviously an accidental death. But we had, there is enough reasons to, we, I personally have uh, reasons to understand that he knew, Tamal Krishna Maharaj was knew that he was living, going to leave his body. So he knew that he was going to leave his body. Another thing I heard later on is that his autopsy said that before that accident took place, he actually left his body. So Hare Krishna, all glories to Srila Prabhupada. Gaur Premanande Hare Hare. Anandakanda Das. Where is Anandakanda? Okay. When we hear and read the biography of great devotees, we feel inspired uh, and we also aspire to become like them. How to start becoming like them and remain satisfied? <laughs> What's the question? Uh -huh. Like you're saying you're feeling inspired when you read the uh, biography of uh, advanced devotees, great devotees, and you want to become like them. Then you're saying how to start becoming like them. Uh, so, uh, if you are inspired, try to follow uh, their example, right? The way they lived, the way they acted, the way they served, try to be like that. Take the right example from them, alright? Uh, like, uh, you find out, when you read their lives, what do you get to see? You get to see how sincere they were in serving, how much sacrifice they made. Hmm. So, when you read that, what do you like to do? Huh? You want to read the book and go and play? Huh? Or do some prajalpa with some other devotees? Or you want to become more fixed up? So, uh, be inspired means become more, more fixed up. Okay. Hare Krishna, all glories to Srila Prabhupada.